0: This is Kari Gale.
1: And this is Tony Kriz.
0: Welcome to the Pilgrim Loss Podcast, a space for those who wander and wonder. Good morning, Tony. Good
1: morning, Kari. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I know.
0: Oh, I made it. It's a Sunday. It's kind of an early Sunday morning for me. It's 11. I mean, I kind of don't roll out of yeah. bed these days until a little bit later.
1: Well, I. I have to admit that I'm just so starving to like hang out with people (laughs) that I'm like, I can't wait for the podcast recording so I can hang out with my friend Kari for a while.
0: I know. You know what's so funny is I had a Zoom date the other day with a friend and it was sort of a casual like let's let's hang out at 630 and she didn't make it because of some craziness at work and I was really sad. Oh, no. I had this very disappointed. Like I, I, I had to text her. I said, "I feel like I'm sitting at a cafe with my glass of wine, and you didn't show up." Right. <laughs> and sad. The sad, sad, sad lady
1: in the corner of the cafe, <laughs> totally. drinking alone.
0: I was totally that 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 lady. I and I I did drink my wine, and I we we're, we're, we had to reschedule. But I I was very very bummed because it was my one Zoom kind of friend Zoom call yeah. of the week, you know. Um, but. But I'm I'm okay now. I have you. I can see you. <laughs> We're having social time. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, how so, it's going? Other otherwise, how how is the how is the hundred day project going for you these days? I think what are we day?
2: 41,
0: I'm on day forty. I'm on forty because I'm a day behind. Forty
1: one, and I think I'm actually on like thirty nine. <laughs> Guys, I well, like so we had our anniversary this. This past week and so i was off the grid for two days and i didn't have any access
0: okay wait is it because you guys got married a year so you're the 19th anniversary right
1: this is this is our COVID 19th anniversary (laughs)
0: yes it is
1: (laughs) COVID 19th anniversary very exciting and uh in order to celebrate uh, appropriately we went to a cabin in the middle of nowhere a hundred miles from anybody to make sure that we were so fully So you could be
0: more isolated.
1: Fully f- like quarantining COVID ing on steroids is what I nice. guess.
0: We well done. That actually sounds really lovely.
1: It was. We were on a river and no electricity, no water, no Wi Fi, no mobile, no nothing. Just
0: Well congratulations. Thank Number you. nineteen, COVID nineteen. Thank, yeah. Thank you. Very sorry, I interrupted the whole hundred day.
1: Oh, oh! So I, I just—I've missed days here and there. So, but um, it's mostly going okay. I've gotten some good feedback. Mm. Um, so you know, fifty-word story a day. It's just a little, little nugget, a little, little parable yeah. uh, for people. But how about you?
0: Going good. I, um, I kind of have this had have this experience where I, because I'm illustrating these words of Christians and her thoughts. I'm having to jump out of my my box, you know? I think I talked a little bit about that last time, but this idea that I'm drawing things I wouldn't normally draw. I've been drawing a lot of hands. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been drawing hands because when I don't know what to draw, like when it's very esoteric or something more profound, um, I, I tend to draw hands. And I've actually been really enjoying drawing the figure again. And, so much so that I'm actually going to take on a project with our dear friend, Karen Thurston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do a collaboration. So this collaboration has the led me back. The heathen
1: Podcast.
0: <laughs> I think it's called the Heathen Podcast. Heathen Podcast.
1: <laughs> the Heathen Podcast. <laughs> Karen Thurston.
0: Yeah, she's an incredible writer and uh, had asked me to do a collaboration probably last December, and I turned it down. And then in the process of, not because I... I love her writing but I just didn't feel like I was the right match cuz it's right. it's a, it's called a liturgy of the body. And so as I've been doing all of these drawings, I was like, "Hey, you know what? I think I want to I want to stretch my stretch my skill set a little bit more and do things that I haven't done in the past or have haven't done for a long time and I used to really love drawing the figure and I just haven't done it for years and years. And so this the hundred day project is is uh forcing me to sharpen some skills so i'm actually really enjoying it now i there are days that are really easy you know, right. and there are days that are really hard so yeah. i'm i'm when I say enjoying it it's it's enjoying the process mostly so um, you know like any practice any practice like right. we're talking about movement may any practice right. you know there are days when you are like so jazzed to get your workout in or go on a walk or do that something. And then there are the days where you're like, I, I cannot do this today. And you have to force yourself to do it. And like exercise art for me, a lot of times is after the after effect of after doing that thing. I feel, yeah, pressing through it. Then you're like, you have the satisfaction you have, the, you know, when, especially with like, I feel like for me, art and exercise are really similar. I get like a, I don't know. Is it a dopamine endorphins hit? There's endorphins. or something, or yeah. something that, that fill my brain and my body in this satisfaction way. And I, I feel content that I've done something. And even if it was a hard process, there's this, um, yeah, that satisfaction. So anyway.
1: Well, a oh, nice segue to well, uh, our theme of the month, which is motion. Have you been motioning?
0: Well, like- um, Have you been
1: doing the local motion, as we like to say?
0: That was such a cheesy title, but I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I have been doing uh, very similar to what I, well, exactly what I described in my blog post, my last blog post for Global yeah. Loss, which is about an 45 minutes of stretching and really simple yoga in the morning, and then going on an afternoon walk, which I try to make at least at least a half an hour to awesome, an hour. If I can get more walks in, it's been a little rainy, so that's been a little little harder, but that's it. But I have been doing it very consistently. And um, my back is slowly getting better, slowly getting better. And yeah, it's that maintenance thing. It's that getting older and realizing, hey, I'm going to have to do this thing for uh, forever. <laughs> Not just for a long time, but like as you age and your body starts to fight you, it's like, Hey, I need to do this. Um, it's, there, there's a, a real humility in, in knowing that you're going to have to do something to keep your body healthy. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and, and in youth, you just, you know, you get an injury, you heal, you're better, you move on. And, and in your forties, not so much, not so much. So anyway, um, how is your movement going?
1: Uh, well, I'm so glad we're doing this theme this month because, uh, it's, it's like the best part of my life, really mm. the either, either out on the kayak, really working my upper body and my lower back or walk in the city and work in my core and my lower body. Um, I'm doing one or the other, or both pretty much every day, as long as like two and a half hours, like really getting nice. out and, and hitting it. And with everything's slowed down and my particular sort of work, I can get my work done in a handful of hours and then i'm like i'm gonna go hit the city and walk around and take in the the sights and the beauty and then get out on the Mm -hmm. kayak and see i saw pelicans this week what i paddled up on two giant white pelicans they were huge they were huge they were like twice as big as a blue heron they were
0: gorgeous
1: and so all that's good for my soul too just uh you know checking in with nature and realizing I'm not alone and the world is still beautiful and it's still moving mm. forward and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. On my walks, the spring flowers are stunning, Nanny. stunning. Nanny. Oh my gosh. Over the top, over the top. And um, I just, I, I've been really trying to slow down. I've been reading this amazing book called an I've actually been rereading it. Cause I, I read it many years ago and I love it. It's uh, by Barbara Brown Taylor And it is this idea of slowing down and being able to see ordinary things as sacred. And so um, every chapter is on a certain practice. I really think I'm going to, I'll put this in the notes because And last, I just have to apologize last week I said I was going to put something in the notes and I totally didn't. I got distracted, but this one, I will, I will put this in the notes. Uh, Check out this book. It's a beautiful book. She's a, a woman who used to be an Episcopalian priest and she actually ended up, she wrote a bestseller, New York times bestseller called leaving church. And it's kind of about her her um, transition through that process, and, and then she became a teacher. But she has a, mm. a beautiful way of writing, and she has this idea of like just seeing ordinary things as sacred, which is what we talk about all the time on Pilgrimage. And movement, okay. there's a whole chapter on on movement. So um, basically, on walking the earth. And so um, I really appreciated that. I think you would too. So, um, but we have we have actually something really cool this week.
1: Yes, we do. Big, Okay, big, big. big. Really big.
0: <laughs> really, really big. Share with us, Tony, what, are, what is so big this week that we're doing?
1: Well, for uh, our, our May theme of movement, we, uh, we brought in, I brought in a friend of mine to hang out with us a little bit, and uh, my friend's name is Nate Moreland. Nate Moreland, how you doing,
2: brother? I'm doing great, brother. How you doing? It's always good to see you, Tony. It's
1: good to see you. Thanks for coming, hanging out with us a little bit. Let me let people know a little bit about you. Uh, Nate Moreland is a he's a he's a lifelong athlete. Um, he was a Olympic trial athlete. He was a uh, NCAA track athlete and football player. He uh, now he's a now he's a personal trainer with LiftSpeed.com, and Lift stands for Life Improving Fitness Training and Speed. LiftSpeed.com he uh, cares for a lot of people here in the city. He's uh, he's a husband and a, a neighbor and a loving friend. I've known him for about 15 years. Nate, what I leave out?
2: Man, you, you said more than I need, but it's all good. It's all good. Right on.
1: Right on. Well, um, Nate, there's a bunch of things we want to get your advice on because Kari and I, when it comes to physicality and movement, we're really amateurs. You know, we're just stumbling our way through life and you're really an expert in the field you spent your life like really studying the human body and the power of fitness and the power of movement and we just really want to pick your brain if that's cool
2: sounds great
1: okay first thing is so uh one of the themes of pilgrim lost is um is what is it kari exploring life in hopeful motion Exploring life in hopeful motion. I,
0: I love how you say that, like you don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I actually kinda of spaced for a second.
0: Like what are we what are we doing? Yes. And
1: one of the things we say is we're insp- we, we were both inspired by the Camino de Santiago, but we really want to focus on life in the everyday.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know that you've actually got some experience with the Camino de Santiago and a lot of of our community really cares about the Camino. They've either been on the Camino or they want to someday. Could you tell us a little bit about your connection to the Camino de Santiago?
2: Well, my connection is I have uh, clients that have basically been there, many of them. And, you know, everybody that seems to go there seems to get a different experience. It's it's starting within. It's like, it's, it seems like when they get there, they get something that they didn't expect to get. They get something from internal that they see or they experience. And it's, it's something that's life changing for a lot of people. It's like something that they never forget. It's, they meet people along the way. They do things that uh, they haven't done before. They see things they haven't seen before. I think we all have a longing, uh, at least I do, <laughs> not everybody, but I have a longing to, to actually explore um, and, and learn more about not just me, but different areas um, that are particularly Uh, historical, uh, different areas that have meaning behind it, Um, understanding different cultures and different peoples and ways of doing things. I think that's uh, the big thing about it is, is for me, is the people getting the fitness health benefits that they don't even realize they're getting as well as getting the inner strength.
1: And you've actually helped folks like get physically prepared to walk the 580 miles or whatever. So you've actually done the training to help them get physically prepared to go, right?
2: Yeah. I, I, I usually advise people at least three months, you know, um, right. I, the shortest period of time has been 40 days and that's really tough right. on the body, mind and soul to get that for from, from me, uh, get ready mentally, physically and psychologically. Now, what,
1: what are the hurdles you see that people have when they're trying to get ready? What are the, what are their fears? What are the things you're really helping them overcome?
2: The biggest fear I see is people wonder if they physically fit enough to do the job, Right, because you're walking quite a few miles a day. So the biggest thing is starting off real moderate, getting used to moving, just getting out. It's kind of like uh, focusing on um, using the body again, because if you don't use a part of the body, I don't care what age you are, you'll lose it. It's kind of like you get used to moving again, the body is, is, it adapts it's so it's amazing mm-hmm. how fast it adapts to what your needs are but you just got to move properly and, and allow it to do what it does naturally to be able to overcome those fears number one and, and allow the body to compensate and get used to moving that way
1: and these people you're training they're all world-class athletes right they're all like olympic olympians and stuff aren't they
2: just like physical adonis? No, Tony, not at all. These are average, everyday people. These are people, anybody can do this. There it's just a matter of putting their mind to it. That's the thing I like about walking, you know? And I think, you know, the Camino is just, you just got to set your mind to a goal and, and just do it. It's And its it's amazing how many people think they have to be all totally fit to do this. No, it's well lot- the
0: other the other, sorry, i'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in Nate don't you see too that i I remember we had a i think it was a navy seal on the Camino, and he had just come with no walking training, and he thought he was gonna be like gonna just race down the path <laughs> and walking is a very different thing than being really fit in other areas like you if I found it fascinating that like you know your everyday Joe, if he trained to walk, could be way more fit in walking and have way more um, longevity on the trail than someone who perhaps thought that they they might be fit in another area but they weren't they hadn't trained walking can you speak to that a little bit
2: that's really good that's a really important point because a lot of people don't take care of their feet and they don't take care of the lower extremities of the body and i guarantee you when you get out on that trail you're gonna find some things that's the number one thing you gotta have And a lot of people think just because they can move fast or they have the – there's different aerobic systems. I don't want to get into that and get too into, you know, the anaerobic, aerobic. But just because they're fit don't mean that they have the aerobic capacity and their body is capable of moving for long periods of time without getting injured. That – even though you may be a a strong, fit football player, basketball player, track guy, doesn't make that – work for you in this in this area this area is more about taking care of your your lower extremities your feet your uh your calves and your in your legs you're taking a big hit and if you um not used to carrying extra weight put on about uh, just walk around your house a, a day with about 20 or 30 pounds on you that uh that'll really give you a little wake-up call on how this really feels it's a whole different system of making your brain and your muscles function differently. So I'm trying to answer your question as fast and as easy as I can. But I guess the answer for that is no, it's totally different. And it is a different training mechanism because you got to train your feet, your body to move differently. And you got to, you got to listen to your body. You can't just do it just because you think you can mentally overcome it. It's a lot more than that. Yeah, I
0: think I think that idea of listening is really uh counterintuitive to so many people. Especially um the the I, I actually think people that like are the average ordinary Joe or Jane are are better at that in some ways than the athlete because they start walking and they're like, Wow, my feet hurt. I should probably sit down for a bit. And whereas an athlete i think for me growing up you know i was in college athletics um you know you push through it you push through the pain and and you cannot push through the pain on the camino i mean you can to some degree but you probably will pay for it and you will probably have to stop at some point and suffer the consequences i see tony nodding over there tony can you chime in did you uh, you have that experience
2: Go for no,
1: it, tony. T- yeah I'm, i mean i'm i'm a i'm a cautionary tale on the camino because I didn't do a lot of training, I should have called Nate. But it was sort of a last-minute decision for me to go. Car, you make fun of me all the time on this that I was so underprepared. And then I just, I just walked my butt off for the first five or six days, and by like the seventh day, my feet just exploded. <clears throat> when I was in massive trouble, and all the things that Car told me to do, like stop every two or three hours and <laughs> change your socks and massage your feet, I'd be like, uh. I'll go, I'll go five hours before I stop. I'll go four because I can handle it. And it was stupid and (laughs) (laughs) I paid for it. And I had about a week of a lot of pain, but so really, really the, the lesson there is listen to Nate, listen to Kari. That's really the lesson we take away from this is they're, they're the
2: experts. The biggest thing, Tony, is that we think sometimes our my, my ego as an athlete and as a man that thinks that he can overcome pain has caused me a lot of problems, not just on the walk but in life. But I. I think that, I, I'm sorry, uh, I think that a lot of athletes, male or female, when they get out there, they think that pain can be overcame. And that that the more pain, the more gain. That's not necessarily true, like there you, you said, Tony. So it's really about listening to your body, being more yeah. in touch with nature, being yeah. more in touch with yourself, yeah. listening to the environment that's around you, uh, and not trying to overcome everything, but enjoying the moment yeah
0: slowing down
1: yeah and then like another thing that kari completely counseled me on before i went on the camino and others as well was you have to learn to listen to your body you have to learn to listen to check in you know start with your toes and check in with your whole body every day you know be aware of any like hot spot be aware of any like creeping ache You know, just really be checking in all the time. And I'm so bad at that. And the Camino was just like a lab course in beginning to listen to my body for the first time and not just treat it like a machine that I could use and throw away, but really treat my body in partnership with all the parts working together for a greater whole.
2: That is so important. I think the you guys just hit the main point that I see with most athletes, they think, or anybody that wants to just get out there and do it, they don't realize how important it is to take care of every part of your body. When you you hurt a finger or a foot or or some part of your body that you're not used to and it's not there anymore, then you really value it. Unfortunately, you don't want to get out there and find that out. So the biggest thing is, is, is listening is the biggest, issue for most 95% of the athletes I have is listening not only to their body, but to the the insides of themselves, the cardio piece. Some people want to push hard and they're they're not sore, but they're trying to push past what their capacity to walk or do is. And then two or three days later, they can't move as far. They can't finish because now the body has to compensate For the areas that they didn't allow to recover and i think that's the biggest other biggest area i have people think that they can just go out and push but it takes your body you have to allow it to recover recovery is just as important as as the walk if you don't give your body time to regenerate the cells and recover it's not going to last and that's not just on the walk, that's on a daily basis. A lot of athletes that I work with and people that are not athletes just don't realize that sleep is recovering your body. And if you're not getting enough, um, anyway, I'm going into some other areas, but, uh,
1: no, no, let's get into that because I, I really want to hear Cause like you and I've talked about this stuff over the years and so we've known each other 15 years. Um, I've never heard you once say, I want to create like, physical specimens like huge cut beautiful bodies like you always talk about wellness like wholeness I want I want people to become more human not to become other worldly. you know what I mean like I want them to be whole and healthy can you talk about what you think the role of consistent physical activity plays in being a whole human being
2: you know that is so important the core of it all starts with uh you know understanding that your body mentally and physically and psychologically or spiritually has to have certain things and it's not about the outside appearance all the time and i think that that's what we get caught up on it's about taking care of the inner part first which is, number one, you got to hydrate. You know, if you're not hydrating, you know, you're not taking care of the cells and the cells have to regenerate. Number two, my passion has always been to be able to have a longer longevity of life because athletes, I mean, being an athlete was great, but I learned as an athlete that once you get injured, that's it. You're only as good as your last athletic event. So it's more important to prevent injuries it's more important to to move properly so you don't hurt different parts of the body because it's designed to move a certain way and when you take it and you try to make it move away that it shouldn't that's when things break apart or things happen that we don't want to happen and that's where the biomechanics piece that's what i to you a lot about uh tony is is understanding how the body actually moves naturally and taking that and enjoying life with it. I don't care if you're eight years old or you're 70 years old. If you're not taking care of your body, it will not take care of you. So understanding how to move properly early can prevent you not only from having injuries, but being able to enjoy life. At age 60, 70, 90, I have a 96 year old guy that's um, is, actually jogging. He's doing things that I've never seen anybody do. But the key factor is that he, this is, this is our little saying, you use it or you lose it. Exercise is my king and eating is my queen. Making sure you give the body what it needs. In order to give you that lifestyle that you need to have. And I think the world is changing with all the things going on around us. But the key factor is the body still has to have nutrition, proper nutrition. It has to move properly. And if you do that, not only do you help your body, your mind is sharper, your focus is better, your life. Is better. I don't care what you're doing; you're gonna do it better. Ninety-five percent of the athletes that I work with are not trying to be professional athletes. They're not trying to be Olympic people. They're not trying to be uh, some super person. A lot of people just want to be able to work and have great focus because after a thirty-minute workout, a good thirty-minute workout, your brain is functioning at the highest level it can possibly function. Hmm. And a lot of people don't understand a 30 minute walk, a 30 minute workout allows your brain and your body to give the optimal performance that it needs for you to exist. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep going on. D-
0: but, don't apologize. Um,
1: there was about three minutes in there that was gold. It was freaking gold. <laughs> like I want to cut out that three minutes. Just, Just play that on loop.
2: I'm sorry, but I just want, I mean, oh, I can Lord. go on my tangent, I but love the it. biggest, I think the biggest issue on what you're saying, Tony, is my passion is to see people enjoy life. Right. And and in order to enjoy life, you gotta have, if you can't move or, and, and you can't function, you'll realize that life is real tough. Um, I, just a real quick story. I went to Olympic training center just recently where parasitic, uh, athletes were people with, uh, you know, uh, ex-army uh, and military guys lost limbs and they want to, to move again and they're giving them uh, arms and legs. It takes them an hour to get out of bed, to move. It takes them about 45 minutes to, to get their minds ready, but they work out three, three hours a day in the morning, three hours a day in the evening. Wow. These are just, it's, it's incredible to me to see the determination, the desire, the discipline, and, and and how they, they their minds are the, they're the sweetest women, men that I've ever, I mean, they're so in touch with who you are right now and who they're talking to right now and where they're at right now. To me, I think working out and being fit is more important to help others than to help yourself. That's what I learned from these people. So by being fit, you can help somebody else because you don't have to have somebody help you. Hmm. Ahead, I was
0: to—I was just going to jump in. Like, you know, I've been sharing, i am I won't go into detail because I've already shared about my back, but like when, you know, in these last few months where I've had this chronic pain in my lower back, you're absolutely right. This idea that like, you can't just go live life. I can't, I can't sit down very well. I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing like, it's affecting it. When, when you're not in a healthy space with your body, um, that thing that you took for granted becomes this thing that consumes you because you can't do anything in the normal, in the way that you used to. You can't just go and and take a walk. You can't just, um, in my case, um, because I'm an illustrator, I can't sit down and draw because it's painful for me to sit or it has been painful. So I, I think these, these, these ideas of, of you said, you know, use it or lose it is so profound because, and you know, I mean, we've all heard that since the day we were whatever, I don't know, 10 years old and it, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then, and then you get into your, you know, into your forties and you're like, oh, that's what that means. I really will lose it. And for me, it's kind of hit me upside the head that just what you're saying, this idea of, of, Um, longevity and having a good, healthy life. Like I don't have any desires necessary to compete in any sort of competition physically, but I would like to go walk another Camino. I would like to be able to um, do the things that I want to do in my own life that allow my body or my body will, will enhance that. The health of my body will enhance that. And so I think that that's so super important. And um, yeah.
1: Nate, I'd love- Well, go ahead. No, No, thanks
2: for sharing that with me. Um, The reason why I love Tony so much is that he allowed me to to not only just look at athletes, but my last training that I was with is age specific. And once you understand the body and how it ages and how it works, you can actually, between 30 and 40, and 40 and 50, and 50 and 60, you can do things it differently, but get maximum results out of little things. And I think most injuries occur for men and women at the age of 40, 50, and 60. And the reason why is we want to do what we used to do, (laughs) thinking that we're still the way we used to be. And unfortunately, the body is aging, whether we like it or not. There's two things that are constant time and change. And the body is going to change, whether we like it or not. It's going to change. And you can't buy bad time. So um, when I talk to my clients, I just tell them, yeah, I remember when I was 20 and 30. And and yeah, it's great to be able to do that. But isn't it more important that you want to have a healthy body and mind at age 60 and 70, instead of left?" 300 pounds or 500 pounds? Is that more important to be, you know, show everybody how strong you are? Or is it more important to have your back not hurt hmm. and your life able to to sustain what it needs to move for the rest of your life? So play,
1: play with your grandkids someday.
2: Exactly, so your back is not unnormal. A, a lot of people from age 40 to 60 um, I don't want to get into it, but there's back opportunities that we can talk about maybe outside. I know but, I'm like um, I don't want to get into <laughs> that because I could be there for another 30 minutes and I don't want to do that. Uh, but I do know that thanks for sharing that. It's not easy uh, for people to share where they're, especially from for men um, where they actually have opportunities, and we all have opportunities. I don't care who you are. Nobody from the age of 40 to 90 doesn't have something that they need to work on.
1: Yeah. So Nate, um, so Car just gave a very specific example that's not going to apply to a ton of people, but what does apply to everybody right now is the fact that on some level we're in quarantine okay. at some level we're isolated at some level, our schedules have been massively disrupted. Um, even if, you know, my health club, is open. And cause some States are open, even if it's open, I may not want to go because I don't, I don't want to risk my neighbors by showing up. And so right now in this time, do you have any advice about what people could do to, to, to do everything you're talking about being a whole person, being fit, making sure that um, that exercise is King and diet is queen, you know, those kinds of ideas. Do you have any thoughts about how to do that in this, in this difficult
2: time of quarantine? That's an excellent question, uh, Tony, especially during this time. It's it's very timely timely at this point. Um, I have a 30-day challenge that I'm doing with a lot of men and women that is Zoom, a Zoom training workout at home. The key factor is even if you don't do a Zoom challenge with me or anybody, 30 minutes of movement is really important right now. Now, I advise people to do high-intensity workouts. Now, what's the difference? What is a high-intensity workout? A high intensity workout is not for Olympic athlete. It's not for a big time person. A high intensity workout is something that you're doing, that you're doing uh, maybe squats and lunges and sit ups and push ups. But you're doing them in a timely manner. That means the body will function if you're using it in a way that. Every exercise that you're doing, you're taking a 10 to 30 second uh, break in between movements will cause your body to actually get the maximum amount of workout out of that exercise and that event. Because After about 30 minutes of switching every 30 seconds to something or moving every 30 seconds the brain and the and the muscles that you're actually activating are getting the maximum amount of strength and cardio workout out of themselves from that period it's more of a maintenance thing than it is of a, of a muscle showing growth thing now when you actually put more resistance on a muscle it grows but when you move a muscle a certain way for a certain period of time length of time within the 30 second period and it's not getting the oxygen. It actually cu- cuts on the neural muscle memory that allows the brain and the muscle to actually fire more efficiently. And it allows you to get a, 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 the maximum workout you can in a short period of time. So I suggest that for as far as workout, if nothing else, get out and take a 30 minute walk. I mean, don't get around a lot of people. We're in COVID, you know, wear your mask. Be safe. If you can't get out and take a walk, if you got anything at home, a bike a treadmill, anything you can do for 30 minutes straight, that's the minimum exercise requirement necessary for the body to maintain a certain level of fitness. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, Tony, but perfect. I can go into more.
1: And this this Zoom challenge you're doing, is that something that's closed or is that an open deal?
2: It's an open deal. Actually, uh, I'm getting ready to open a Zoom website next week. And basically, for anybody, couples, I'm doing couple trainings for people that are, you know, like couple ready to work out together. Um, I think it's important at home that a family is number one important. So, for me, it's important that the family gets to work out. So, it starts with the mom and dad. So if the mom and dad wants to work out, that's available. If in a couples class, they wanna take their whole family and do a little family movement training, that's available as well. Uh, for those that are individuals that don't have another spouse or another person in their life, they can be home and be safe and they can still do a Zoom training with me on a one-on-one, and that's available for anybody that wants to get it during this time. And, and for those people that just want other groups, they just want a group of people to be around them. Maybe it's um, a group of men or women that just like to be with each other and work out so they can't see each other. Group training is another opportunity that I have provided for people that want it so they can get people around that they like and they can actually inter- intervene as, as they're working out. Um, Most of these are still, like I said, they're high intensity, the 30 minute workouts, but you're with somebody that, you know, you feel comfortable with, and maybe you can't get out and go to the gym, but you're still safe. You're at home, you're with them, you're able to communicate with them, and you're able to get a decent workout that's going to benefit you and maintain you at the level of fitness you need to be at right now. Nice. That's great. Yeah. So how do people get a hold of you?
0: Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's
2: what I want to know. <laughs> um, you know, as uh, my website should be coming, Lyft's website should be coming out next week, but if they don't have that, they can contact me personally at, at Lyfts, um, Nate Moreland on online. There's a Lyfts uh, website, Lyfts speed. It's L-I-F-T-S-P-E-E-D.com right now. You can go to that and find me there. And it has my phone number and tells a little bit about me. Or right. since if you're, on, if you're listening to this particular podcast, call me because Tony is special. So 503-260-5488. Mm-hmm. And let me know where you, where you got this, this uh, message and what your needs are. Or you can text me at that number. That's my work cell phone so i'll put
0: put all this information in the in the in the notes in the in the on the website so we'll have all of that for everybody
2: so i just want to make sure that you know anybody out there that really wants to take care of their mind body and 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 mentally meditate there's three areas that i also focus on when i do my workouts number one you got to have a warm-up number two you got to have some kind of workout number three what do you think that is stretching 95% Ninety-five percent of America get injured because not because of biomechanics, but they can't move properly because they stop stretching. Um, I can't put I can't put it any other way that stretching is so important, not just um, in working out, but just for injury prevention. And then the last piece is I I really feel that anybody from the age of forty and up needs to have good balance. 95% of the people that I, I find out from 60 and up fall and have um, hip replacement, knee replacements, um, because they're not, their core and their balance is bad. So I really focus on injury prevention more so than just working out. Um, the reason why they, and I can go into detail about why they have those injuries, because as we get older, our, our bones get a lot, um, they're not as strong, number one. Number two, okay. our, our ligaments get uh, looser. So as ligaments get looser, uh, the bones and can pop out of place a lot easier. So um, that's an aging process. And that's why you got to understand where you're at in age and and be able to work out within your means. And that's listening to your body and listening to you.
0: Nate, it sounds like you have kind of options really for everybody. Like whether you're wanting to just improve your strength, or your, your balance, you want to be connected, you want to have some accountability that people can reach you, they can reach out to you. And kind of wherever they're at, they probably can move from that space and and find a, a new, you know, a better level of fitness. So I'm actually really excited to talk to you after this call. So I'm going to reach out to you because I'd like to learn a little bit more about what I can do. Um, that was really, that was awesome. Super helpful. And, um, I, we really appreciate you being on the show.
2: It's a, ple- <laughs> it's a pleasure and privilege. My man, Tony over here, I, I love my brother. Uh, he's <laughs> a good man. And I'm just meeting you. So I'm pretty sure, you know, this is a great program. You guys are trying to do, uh, things to help people. And my whole thing, my passion for life is to help people, help help them be better at whatever they're at. It's just mine. I mean, if you got somebody in your life that can motivate you and help you be better, you need to have that person around. And I think that's what you guys do here. Not only that, you're trying to do something for the state and try to get people moving. And I think there's a lot of benefits. And I would like to go with weight loss as a benefit. Um, you know, Low blood pressure. I wrote down some things and strength in your bones and joints, reducing um, the risk of heart disease, uh, reducing de- diabetes, good mental health, um, improving your balance and coordination is definitely important, improving your sleep, and getting that vitamin D you get when the sun comes out. You get out and walk. Come on, Oregon is a great place for it, and not <laughs> only that, everybody Sometimes. can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can do it. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming.
0: coming. It's coming.
2: And, and the good thing I like about what you guys are trying to do is you don't have to go to Europe to get a great workout or to see some great sites or to make some great things happen. We have some great things here in Oregon. And I really... Um, I'm honored and privileged to be uh, a part of this because I, I, I think you guys are into something that we need to do better at. I think as a community, if people would just listen to what you guys are saying, get out, enjoy what's out there, take advantage of what's here in Oregon and don't worry about going somewhere else, we got a lot of opportunities just by what you guys are providing. Yep. So thank you for an opportunity to allow me to be here today. And that's, that's all I have to say.
1: Nate, <laughs> love you, brother. Love, right, love you. So too. everybody, if you want to... Um, if you want to be jogging at age 96, listen to me yes. and, uh, we, uh, exercise is king and, and uh, nutrition is queen.
0: Thanks like so much that. for
1: your time, buddy. Car, I love spending time with you. Um, everybody, thanks for getting lost with us. Thanks guys. Take
2: care. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you for walking with us. To stay connected, visit us at pilgrimlost.com. Please comment, share, and respond.